This is the Real Rebel Podcast, and you're listening to the Rebel Chats Edition. This is for the people who push the boundaries of our society, for the people who live on the fringe, for the people who aren't afraid to question the status quo and live life as exactly who they are, not as who they should be. These are the people who make us uncomfortable, who speak truth and break glass ceilings, who aren't afraid to stand up and face themselves, who refuse to be oppressed and help us expand and evolve the edges of humanity. These are the real rebels, and this podcast is for them. Hey guys, it's your host, Katie B, and thank you so much for joining me on this very special episode of the Real Rebel Podcast. I have been wanting to do this episode for a long time, and when I saw the date um, at which this Wednesday landed on. It was just a sure thing. It was a sure sign that I was supposed to do this episode. So what this is, is an honoring and a remembrance of Mindy the Lion or Megan Scraper. And she passed away in a tragic accident with her boyfriend, Alexi, and their friend Riker uh, up at Shannon Falls in Squamish, B.C., And I knew Mindy because I had had her on the podcast before. And I remember the day that I found out that she had passed. I had been living in Bali for six months, and it was the day that I was to leave and catch my flight. I woke up that morning with a message from my friend Cass asking me if I had heard and... um, and then I, I found out uh, that, that Mindy, Alexi, and Riker had passed away. Um, it was very shocking, very difficult. They were such incredible people. Um, and I don't want to get too far into it. I want this episode to be remembering Mindy um, because she took a chance coming on the podcast when I was even smaller than I am now. And I remember the first time I met Mindy, or more so the first time I saw her, I was at uh, some event and she was doing, she was one of the speakers. And I just remember being so uh, drawn to her realness and drawn to her vibrancy. Um, and she, you could kind of tell that she just, she was real. She was just being herself. She wasn't putting on airs. And when I very nervously went up to her and asked her if she would like to be on, her immediate response was, yes, absolutely. Her eyes lit up. She was just so welcoming and, um, she was full of life. And so, um, I mean, I'm not going to pretend Mindy and I were super close friends or anything like that. But I think that um, I didn't know Mindy incredibly well. I'm not going to pretend that we were super close or anything like that. But we did share a wonderful conversation together. And there was so much wisdom in that. And her passing played a big role in me bringing back the Real Rebel podcast. Um, And I I just wanted to do her this honor because I have this content. I have these pieces of her voice, these um, snippets of her wisdom that I think it's my duty to capture them and put them out there. 
Um, so I wanted to do that. So that's what this is. Basically, what we're going to tune into in the next little bit here is bits of wisdom, uh, moments where I thought Mindy really shone and really was herself and bits of her story that I think are are beautiful. So I've done that and I've mixed it in with some music and just just so we can appreciate her. I think that, you know, even after we leave this earth, there still is a ripple effect of our being here. And I just wanted to honor the ripple effect that Mindy had. And when I was looking back, and we're going to get into this really quickly here, I just I just want to make a few notes before we do. Going through her clips and listening to her, there are a few things that really stuck out to me about Mindy. And one of those being her enthusiasm and her eagerness to learn. She was incredibly inquisitive and she had this braveness about her. And I think the name Mindy the Lion is absolutely correct. She was brave. She was courageous. Um, She had a lot of life force in her. She wasn't afraid to ask the hard questions. She wasn't afraid to then take that self-awareness of those questions she asked herself and actually put it to action. And I think that the message that was trying to come through when I created this was the message around action. Because so oftentimes we think we have a lot more time than we do, or we're too scared to take the action because of these fears that pop up for us, which is understandable. But then also you look at somebody like Mindy and how she lived her life and um, all the way to fully to the max. She she was living her, and you'll hear her talk about this, she was living her version of the perfect day on repeat. And not many of us uh, can say that. So I think this is a really good reminder um, and a part of the legacy that she has left behind. And every day on my computer, I have um, a screen that pops up with a beautiful image and a quote at the bottom. And I think that it was no mistake that today, the quote that popped up was, I would rather die of passion than boredom. And I think, you know, I believe in signs, I believe in messages coming through. And I think that although Mindy's life was not that long, my God, was it ever full of passion. And with that, I am going to move us right into the next segment of this episode. It's an interesting question because I feel like I've lived a couple different lives already. I'm 28 years old, but just like, I, I think a very interesting sequence of events ultimately is what brought me to where I am now. So what I do now is has always played an interesting role because that's something that was weaving in and out of my history going to high school even before I was ever really into doing anything creative. I love that job. I love working in PR because there's always just so much stuff happening all the time and all the clients were very interesting and there's always new projects and the people I was working with were very intelligent and so I was learning a lot all the time and I was one of the younger people in the office so I love being there. There was always this little piece of me where I was like, okay, like this is cool. I know that this is a good stepping stone because I'm learning a ton. But is this where I want to be for the next, you know, 30 years of my life? Is this the plan? I was always open to new opportunities. And there was a few things that I always loved to do, like photography I mentioned before was something that was a common theme growing up. My dad always had a camera. So when I came out in the holidays, I'd take photos. And eventually I started sneaking the camera to school just to take photos. 
everything else in my life felt like it had gone to shit because mm-hmm. I identified as an athlete, couldn't play any sports and, you know, school, I, you know, I enjoyed school and stuff, but, but photography was the thing that sort of held the fort down for me when I wasn't in a good place. Never, ever, ever in a hundred million years did I ever think that, that photography or content creation of any kind would lead into what I actually do, you know, professionally to make my income. That was sort of the, I guess, this little clusterfuck of, you know, experiences that I went through, which ultimately brought me to this point where I was working, loving my job, but also not really being sure if I wanted to do the nine to five thing full time forever. It's, it was just, it was, it was literally the nine to five thing that that had me questioning things. It wasn't what I was doing. It wasn't what I was learning. It was that it was like, well, okay, I have two weeks of vacation per year. Mm-hmm. That's not that much time. My my boyfriend, Alexi, he was a very pivotal player in, in my entire sort of transition from the nine to five moving forward because I think it was like our second date, literally. He's like, you should just quit your job and we'll go traveling. And I was like, um, I barely know you. <laughs> but what he said to me, like this one question that just changed everything for me was he said, well, okay, if you were to quit your job, would they take you back? And I sort of thought about it. And it, it just turned into this thing where I didn't really feel like my job in PR was something that I stood to lose anymore. All of a sudden, it was something that I could always come back to if and when that time occurred. As soon as that mental shift occurred, it was just like a switch. And just like that, I was like, okay, well, here's my notice. Like, I'm going to pack my bags. And that was it. I think one of the big trends that I I have had throughout sort of the course of my personal journey is that 90% of the time, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to figure it out as I go along and do what feels right at that time. When you reflect in hindsight, that's where all the clarity starts to come in and you're able to connect the dots and be like, oh, so that had to happen so that this was able to happen, which led to this other thing and all of that. And I'm grateful because now that I'm able to look back at certain things that have happened, even if at the time they were terrible, all of a sudden they start to make sense. Whenever something crappy is happening to you in the moment, you're able to be like, okay, this is annoying but something better is on the horizon because of this. It's true when you're, whether you're an entrepreneur or even if you are working nine to five, but you're trying to figure out what to do instead, there is no roadmap that tells you what is right and what is not right. Because at the end of the day, that roadmap is gonna be completely different for every single person. And so figuring out what that means to you is what the name of the game really is. And the only real way to figure that out for yourself is to really have an understanding of who you are and what your values are, which ultimately I think just comes down to a process of trial and error, doing a bunch of things and seeing what you like and what you don't like and understanding that if something's not good, it doesn't mean that that thing in and of itself isn't good. It just means it's not for you. You spend your time looking for things that excite you and make you feel alive and you keep doing those things, you'll be fine.
any piece of darkness or any period of darkness is a true opportunity to grow. But growth is never easy. It's never without challenge. We went on this trip for three months and came back. And at that point, I felt like a bit of a different person because for the first time in my whole life, I had felt what it felt like to be free. I had experienced for the first time a new way of living that completely contrasted what I knew before. When we got back from the travels, I was really stuck because I was like, fuck, I, I don't want to work nine to five anymore. I have a solid skill set, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do instead. Well, it's, it's part of the process because you never know what you like or what you don't like unless you start, you know, just taking action and trying a bunch of different things. I booked my one-way ticket to Kathmandu and bought my DSLR. All I had going on this journey with was $3,000 worth of room on my visa. I didn't have the finances to be taking on a trip, but I could feel that this was the right thing for me to do, so I did it anyway. By this point, I was like, no, I'm not going to get a job. I'm going to figure out what I want to do. And I was just very stubborn about it. And so I have to mention Alexi, my boyfriend, again, because I moved in with him and his friends. They were all living together. And I, I crashed with them. I met them at the very beginning of my transitional phase. And so I have a really special relationship with all of them, I think, because they've seen me shift out of nine to five Megan and into this whole Mindy the Lion character, which is, has been an interesting journey. I wouldn't have been able to have done anything without the support of Alexi or them because, you know, like he lent me his car when I, I didn't have a car and I needed to get places. He lent that for me. And whenever I needed something to eat, like he grabbed me a bite and to say that I had just met this human just months before and then we go take this trip together, like I, I can't even express how grateful I am for that opportunity, which I know not everyone has. Mm -hmm. But that meant a lot to me because it gave me the space to self-educate. That was when I really opened up that little, you know, gift box that's full of surprises. And <laughs> when I started to really understand myself and okay, like, why am I here? Why am I stuck? Where am I going? I feel like I'm not meant to be doing that. Okay, but what am I supposed to do instead? And I was choked because the thing is like, I was happy where I was before and I felt productive and I felt good. And I felt like during that period that I had just thrown it all away for what? Now what? Mm -hmm. Now what? And it was that question where I was just like racking my brain trying to get to the next step and I just could not do it. My parents, like my, so my full extended family is from Saskatchewan and um, my parents have a cottage out there and the cottage was under renovation, but my parents both knew that I wasn't in a 10 out of 10 mental state. And so they booked me a ticket to go stay at this cottage. And my mom, bless her soul, was watching an episode of Oprah. And yeah. Oprah said that if you're feeling lost, you can try making a vision board to help bring some clarity to your life. And so my mom went out and got the supplies to make this vision board, a bright yellow poster board and a stack of home garden magazines, you know, scissors, Sharpie, all this stuff. Cool, mom. And 
right, go mom. And so she showed up at the cottage with all this stuff. And, uh, and I remember she had like a stack of bagels for me too. She bought some bagels. And, and so she, she came over and was like, you know, watching Oprah. So I thought you could try this. And I remember she, she showed me this stuff and I was like, oh, like I'm having this life crisis and you want me to cut and paste and you think that's going to help me. And like, I was just not open to the experience whatsoever. But she left and I didn't really have anything else to do. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this vision board thing. And as I was rifling through these magazines, I basically had one question going through my mind the whole time, which was that if I could live my version of the perfect day every day for the rest of my life and make my income somewhere in that process, what would that day look like? This is the crazy thing. Like this is where things really picked up was because I made this vision board. I want to get paid to travel. Okay, fine. Three days later, three days after I made this vision board, a job popped up on Craigslist and it was for a social media coordinator position at a cruise agency based in Vancouver. Having that negative mental state is very challenging to try to move forward out of because when you are your own sandbag, and you're constantly looking for reasons to berate yourself for any old reason, you know, if you don't see your own self-worth, it becomes very difficult to enable others to see your worth. One of the big things that I had learned during this sort of incubation period was becoming familiar with repetitions and, and signs that mean something to you that don't mean anything to the outside world, but to you they're significant whether I'm like behind my camera trying to get a shot or trying to build a, a system on behalf of a company who's paying me to do or whatever it is. It's just literally me sitting here being like, okay, so how do I, how do I do the best I can with everything I have in front of me right now? If you had asked me five years ago where I saw myself in five years or what my five-year plan was, like, yeah, I wouldn't, I, well, it wouldn't have been this. I can tell you that much. It probably would have been working nine to five, honestly, if you'd asked me five years ago, but you know, then a bunch of things start to happen. And like you said, you just do what you can with what you have and things will unfold as they're meant to. And that's, yes. you know, that's the rule. That's yeah. the rule that stays firm no matter what it is you feel like you want to do. My favorite thing and like my goal and like what really like brings me to life is when I'm able to shoot some content and then figure out how to take what it feels like to be there and relay those edits in the content so that when you see that piece, that image or that video or whatever, you're like, whoa, I can feel that it's warm there. I have nailed a piece or two every now and again. And whenever that happens, it's just like, yes, that reassurance that I am doing what it is I love to do and I'm doing it well and I'm doing it for a reason. And as crazy as it sounds, you know, if I rewind now about four years and I look at this vision board, I want to get paid to travel the world. I want to take selfies. I want to, you know, do all this stuff. Like when I made this vision board, did I really expect something like that to unfold before me? Like zero <laughs> chance. Absolutely not. But now we fast forward and, you know, I spend half my time in Vancouver working with clients that I love. And then I spend the other half of my time traveling and I'm behind my camera. And I'm so grateful because that's the perfect balance that I could possibly have, you know, imagined. As long, I think, as you continue to refine what it is that you love to do and you do good work, 
it really does start to become easier because eventually you begin to connect with other people who share the vision that you have, who want to bring you on board with their projects because they know that you're the person to execute it. And as soon as you can start tapping into that sweet spot, things really do become easier and they start to open up. And from there, it's a matter of just continuing to do the best you can and moving forward and trusting that if something is not working out for you, it's actually a gift because you're not supposed to be going down that road anyway. And there's something better for you if you have the patience and the knowledge and the awareness to just like hang tight and keep doing your thing and just like trust that the other shoe is going to drop. If you had your 20-year-old Megan or Mindy sitting across the table from you and you could tell her one thing, what would you say to her? 20-year-old Mindy. I'd probably tell her that things are going to get harder before they get easier. But everything that you're about to go through, no matter how hard it gets, is only making you a better version of yourself, which you need to adopt in order to become the best version of yourself. So it's okay. Brace yourself, but you're gonna be fine. No one's the boss of you. Don't listen to anybody but yourself, ever. Because at the end of the day, don't listen to no one, stray the course, do you, because you are your own snowflake, there is nobody like you, and the world is set up this way for a reason. And the sooner you can tap in and embrace your, your weird self or your fucked up self or whoever the hell you are and figure out how to turn that into something that provides value to other people, your life will just blossom in front of you. And that all begins with just being like, I'm not going to listen to anybody. I'm going to figure this shit out and do me. You spend your time looking for things that excite you and make you feel alive and you keep doing those things. You'll be fine. Hey guys, it's your host, Katie B. And thank you so much for tuning into this very special episode of the Real Rebel podcast. Before we close out here, I want to leave you with a few quotes from Mindy. Um, And I think the overarching theme of just the messages I got when listening was take action. Even if you're afraid, even if you don't know where it's going to lead you, just go because you really don't ever know. And the question that Mindy asked herself was, if I could live my version of the perfect day every day for the rest of my life and make my income somewhere in the process, what would that day look like? And I think that that's a really good question perhaps to ponder on today. And if you are pondering on that question and some fear comes up or you feel like you don't have enough or you can't do it, another thing that Mindy said was, how do I do the best I can with everything I have in front of me right now? There's always a little space for us to move the needle. There's always a little something we can do um, if we just look at what we have and make the best with what we have right in front of us. And a few other things I want to note as well is uh, at the end there she said, I'm doing what it is I love to do, and I'm doing it well, and I'm doing it for a reason. And I think we can often get so sad, and it can stir up a lot of pain when we think about someone who has passed away, which is absolutely okay and healthy. I also think it's important to really appreciate how she was living her life, and she was doing what she loved. 
And the final thing that I'll leave us with that Mindy said that I want to bring to light for everyone out there who is walking the path of their truth and who is perhaps a little bit afraid or or a little bit, um, you know, you're stepping out of your comfort zone. Mindy also said, hang tight, keep doing your thing. Very simply, which I think is is perfect. It's very Mindy and, uh, and it's very true. So... With that, I will close out this episode. Thank you again for tuning in. I have no requests or asks of you other than to ponder those questions, ponder those quotes from Mindy, and um, and really take a minute to ask yourself these questions because I think I think they're important. And I think these little reminders are perhaps, hopefully, coming to you at exactly the right moment. Music for the intro on this episode is a custom track done by my guy, Nathan, from Extra Deluxe. And the music tracks played throughout in order of sequence are Quiet Moments by Nom, Harmony by Nom, Faces by Nomadic, Away with the Fairies by Philanthrope and Sleepy Fish, Embrace by Mommy, Far Away by Sworn, and Protected by Sworn. All of which you can find links to in the show notes at realrebelpodcast.com. Okay, until next time.